Bill O'Reilly here. Friday, March 19th, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening this week in America. First, the southern border. The Department of Homeland Security now projecting the number of foreign nationals illegally entering the USA will soon pass levels not seen in 20 years. Border agents encounter at least 600 unaccompanied children every day, up 60% in the last four weeks. President Biden says he's not responsible. It's all Donald Trump's fault. The federal government now converting the Dallas Convention Center into a, quote, detention facility to house 3,000 teenagers who have illegally crossed the border. Now, I predict the border situation could sink the Biden administration because it is not going to get any better. Foreign nationals believe They can illegally cross into America and eventually become citizens, which, under Mr. Biden's vision, is entirely possible. According to recent polling from Rasmussen, 73% of Republicans, 60% of voters not affiliated with any party, say the government is not doing enough to stop the border siege. 70% of all Americans believe the government should mandate that employers hire only legal workers for jobs in the USA. Next, let's go to Europe, where COVID cases are rising across that continent. Germany, Spain, Italy, France, Sweden, Norway, Portugal, all bringing back shutdowns as hospitals on the continent reach capacity. Health officials blame the spike on dangerous new strains of the contagion, but that's not the real reason. The real reason is that the EU has no vaccine policy because the USA developed the vax and Europe dithered. They don't have any medicine to fight COVID and they'll get it last. Now here in the States, about 12% of the entire population is fully inoculated and another 23% has received the first injection. The medication may soon be available for children, but that'll take about a year of testing. Finally, more bad news for Governor Newsom in California. He admitted this week that he'll likely be recalled. That means his name will be on a ballot this summer and Californians will vote up or down on whether he should keep his job. Newsom is blaming everything on right-wing extremists. The real reason Newsom is in trouble, he's incompetent. In a moment, listeners, sound off. Right back. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been delivering on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of America's greatest heroes. Heroes who put their lives on the line to protect our country and our communities. Heroes like Bristol, Connecticut Police Sergeant Dustin DeMonte. After responding to a domestic violence incident, he sustained fatal gunshot wounds. He left behind his expectant wife and two children. Thanks to the generosity of people like you, Tunnel to Towers paid the mortgage on the DeMonte family home, lifting a financial burden. As his loved ones mourned the decorated officer's loss, they welcomed a miracle, the child he would never get to meet. So many families need your help. Please help America's heroes and their young families. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. 95 cents out of every dollar you donate goes to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Listeners, sound off. We do this each Friday. We'd like you to participate. You can reach me 
Bill at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com, name and town, if you wish to opine. First letter comes from Richard in Gallup's Virginia. Bill, can you explain the difference between President Biden allowing immigrants from Central America and Mexico to come to the USA versus President Carter in 1980 and the Mariel Boatlift from Cuba? Has the United States forgotten all the crime that was brought to South Florida? It's a totally different situation, Richard. Um, basically, the Mariel boat thing was driven by Fidel Castro. He put all the criminals in Cuba in boats and sent them over to the USA 90 miles away. We didn't have anything to do with it. And Castro would not take those people back. So they would have died had not President Carter allowed them into the USA. Now, they were put in detention, but eventually most of them got out and caused a lot of trouble, as you pointed out. Let's go to William in Monument, Colorado. Bill, in addition to 75% of unaccompanied children interred near the border, being 15 to 17 years old and male, they were unaccompanied. That means they were not torn from their mother's arms, of course. President Biden is either clueless or exaggerating the children thing. Teenagers are being brought here by so-called coyotes. Those are people smugglers. And they get a lot of money, these cartel smugglers, from doing it. Because once the teenager is here and establish his or herself, it's mostly males, as we said, then their families are allowed to come over to accompany them. That's the rules. That's the con. Again, does President Biden have any idea what's going on? Doesn't seem like it. Let's go to Thomas in Gibbon, Nebraska. Bill, you mentioned earlier this week that the governors of border states could utilize the National Guard to try to stop illegal crossings in the interior of their states. What's to stop them from imposing state authority at the border? Well, the governor of the state that did that would be arrested because federal authority extends to all of our borders. States cannot interfere. And if the governors tried, they would be arrested. Federal authority takes precedent over state authority. Finally, John is in Brighton, Colorado. Bill, we haven't heard any leaks come out of the Biden administration. It seems leaks were occurring daily in the Trump administration. What's going on? Well, the press wanted to harm the administration of Donald Trump. Everybody knows that. So they trumped up, pardon the pun, a bunch of stories by calling anonymous sources to say bad things about Donald Trump. That's easy. Anybody can do that. But the press does not want to hurt the Biden administration, so they're not calling anonymous sources. And that's what you see. Good question, John. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by putting it together. For more honest news information, please go to BillOReilly.com. In a moment, something you might not know. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? with more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. 
Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. Oprah Winfrey making global headlines in recent days following her interview with the royal couple Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. More than 61 million people all over the world watched the two-hour program. I did not. I'm a colonist. I don't really care about the royal family, but that's just me. The primetime special, the latest highlight in an incredible career for Oprah, who began in a very humble way. Oprah Gail Winfrey, born on January 29, 1954, in a small Mississippi farming town. Winfrey's unmarried parents, separated soon after she was born, left her in the care of her maternal grandmother. Oprah learned to read at age two. She skipped kindergarten, then skipped first grade, second grade. She was almost considered a genius kid at six years old. Oprah traveled north to join her mother and two half-brothers in downtown Milwaukee, then a very bad neighborhood. She was eventually sent to live with her father in Nashville, Tennessee. During her childhood, Oprah says she experienced mental, physical, and sexual abuse. After graduating from Tennessee University, a small television station in Baltimore hired Oprah Winfrey to do what they call cut-ins, local news updates during Good Morning America. Miss Winfrey then moved to Chicago, a big step, in 1984, where she did the weather, and then her own local TV show. She was spotted by director Steven Spielberg, who put her in the movie The Color of Purple. After that, her career exploded. She was given a national daytime TV show. It became a success. And in September 1985, the program was distributed to 138 cities all across the USA. Since then, Oprah Winfrey has amassed a fortune of $2.7 billion. She operates more than a dozen businesses, owns six homes from Hawaii to Georgia. She has won 20 Emmys, a Tony, a Peabody, and an Oscar. In 2013, she was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom by Barack Obama. She has two honorary doctorates, one from Duke, the other from Harvard. Back after this. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming, might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients 
more than $1 billion in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for 10,000 or 10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.